uh, Daniel, thanks so much for the time to chat. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for inviting me here. So yeah, it's great. Congratulations, though. It's it, the film is so much fun. I'm wondering where it well, fun is a, maybe not the quite the word, but uh, the sci fi aspect certainly yeah, is. Yeah. Um, where did the idea come from? Yeah, the like the main idea came from there's this this uh, folklore, this local folklore in the region about this. It's called Boji Conscious, the folklore about this bull, the socks that runs away from its owner because he wants to escape the slaughterhouse and he wants to like see the ocean. So he runs away to the beach and just disappears inside the ocean. And you say that at night uh, under the moon, you can see the ox like dancing in the beach covered in seashells, you know? So it's kind of like this it's poetry about like this animal just running away from its fate, but kind of in the same way, like this, the slaughterhouse, like, there's the depression, there's the sadness to it, but at the same time, like a poetry in its escape, you know? So, uh, we got that together with the with the city and this idea, like putting this into like a coming of age thing, you know, like teenagers, and it kind of like uh, grew up from there, you know. So that was kind of the main inspiration for the film. You know, I, I love that aspect of it because it is, seems like such a love letter to the next generation coming up, and and we see some of the struggles that they're dealing with along the way. Um, you know, the, there's this, you know, the mystery of the, the oxen is one thing, but really they're dealing with some very real life issues. Yeah. And I'm wondering from your perspective, like, what is the great struggle for this generation, especially coming out of the pandemic? Yeah, it, it's kind of uh, crazy because this, you imagine that they spend like three years, like, well, then the pandemic can be like, it depends how you, the point of view, but it's a long time, in, especially in this in a young person's life, you know, because it's, yeah, especially in, the, in these years where you're like developing, growing so much, learning so much, you know, like especially socially, you know, so, and you see how like the social media and internet, how this is like an intrinsic part of their lives also nowadays. And I think that just like grew, it was pot potentialized in the pandemic, you know, and, like coping with like that, you know, your digital life and your real life and how to work with that and how to balance everything. I think this is probably one of the biggest challenges for this new generation. And I see that a lot, especially I saw that in the cast because like uh, I am obviously not in that generation anymore, but uh, the, the cast was, and we talked a lot, you know, doing the, making the film and like the ideas and everything. And you could see like in these problems and how they have to deal with it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know any solutions. And neither do they, and no one does because it's something new, you know. That it's something that people really are starting to grow up now with, like this. Uh, so such an immersion, you know, in, the, in your your digital, your social network life, you know. It, it, it's interesting because that's playing out in the film. I mean, there's this. You see, uh, forgive me, the main characters. Yes. Yeah, and she's she's dealing with this tension of trying to connect with people, uh, trying to connect with people online, but then there's this incredible loneliness and distance in person and struggles to, to yeah. do so. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about one particular phrase, though, that comes up within the film, because it, it, I think it's a, through a news report generational delusional delusionment and generalized depression um these are big statements big statements i was wondering what what it is to you 
that really seems to apply to to this group, this age group. Yeah, the this age group they're incredibly uh, uh, like uh, uh, how to say it? they're incredibly uh, in the spot. They they are always like looking to the like media and uh, information uh, politics. So they're really like politics. Uh, Politi they're political, they have these ideas, they are like all these different uh, elements, like a, a vegan and all the social uh, rules that are constantly changing. They're really into all that, you know, because it's, it, it is complicated <laughs> how to deal, especially like in the political world is, uh, nowadays when you have like right, right wing, left wing and all this polarization. But they're in the middle of that hurricane, and they are informed. They are informed about that because the internet informs everyone about everything. So it's kind of like they do have like all this information in their heads, you know. But they don't maybe have the, the maturity yet because they they are young, they are teenagers, and how to deal how to deal with all this all of this. So it's kind of like creates like this bleak and, and uh, overwhelming world to them that you have to like, maybe, okay, so you shouldn't be worrying about this right now. You know, you should be worrying about other stuff. Mm. You shouldn't be worried about who's gonna be like, uh, what are the, the next president's uh, main uh, uh, politics and what's it gonna change and how everything might go from bad to worse. You should be worried about like uh, uh, your school you know, and all and stuff that's kind of like you're still learning. So in a way they're like much more they're forced to be much more mature than they should be, I guess. Mm. That's but that's at least like a my vision of it and how I kind of see it a bit. But it is like uh, way way complicated. You cannot also also like pinpoint everyone in the same category. But I see right. a lot of that, and like I'm like these super young uh, kids. They're like fighting for like human rights, which is something that's really good at the same way. But it's, it is super important. But at the same way, it's kind of like. It's it's a lot for you to do in this age, you know. It'd be nice if if you didn't have so much on on your to bear in your shoulders, you know. So I guess that's kind of like well the the like disillusionment because basically they see the world as like this horrible place because the the all this information sells the world like this horrible mm -hmm. place, and depression because well it's it's hard for you not to get depressed with all that that's happening, you know. So. Yeah, like uh, climate, uh, climate change and everything. It's kind of like it, the future is it is bleak, especially if you like really go get informed about it. You know, you will get you get depressed. Anyone will be, will get you know. It, it is interesting because you know, as, as a kid, when I was a kid, um, we were always told you're the next generation, you're going to make change and all that stuff. But we didn't have like I didn't have that. I'm talking about my age. We didn't have all that stuff, but you've got information overload um, for these for these youth, and you can see the how much it weighs on them. And and yet, even in this film, there's this there's it seems to be this this theme of finding your voice. Um, you know, as she's trying to assemble a band uh, throughout the throughout the film, trying to trying to create something. And I was wondering for you what you think it means for the next generation to find their voice or how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that must be something super difficult to find your voice, especially like in, in all these, like uh, the so many voices and clusters in the, the digital world. And also it's kind of like, you're again, overwhelmed by so much information, so much weight. Oh, you should be like this. You should do this. You should feel like this. So I, I think it's, it, it's, it's, it, you have to find a way to think by you know 
yourself, you know, what you need without necessarily depending on like, uh, you probably can find like, I, I bet you if you Google like how to find your voice, you'll find like a bunch of uh, websites or posts just like with uh, uh, ways of how to find your voice, you know, like tutorials and stuff like that. Someone's talking about that YouTube probably, but I don't think that would be the, the, the right way to do that. So yeah, I think for this generation, like to find your voice is okay. You have to be original, have to be different in a way, but everything is original. Everything's different at the same time. So maybe if you're not different than other, if you do anything, you'll be original. So it's kind of like, yeah, uh, I, I, did, I do see like, for example, uh, on and the same like you have like Bebe Salvego, which is the protagonist. She's like this young singer and super talented and she does have her voice. She is super confident with her music, yeah. with her art, you know, and she's just this great showman, you know, she, she does live music. She does like these performances, which is, which is amazing. So in a way, she, she, I think she did find her voice, you know, and that'd be a good question to ask her. How did you find your voice? How, how, what, what, what were you looking for? Mm. And the same thing also for the other character, Mario, the one that she does the online uh, jam with. He's also a musician from Minas Gerais, and, and he has like this unique uh, uh, tone to his music, you know, to how he presents himself, his like music videos. And he's like 16 years old, so they did find a way. You, do, you can find a way, but it's something that I, I do see. It's very complicated, and especially like... Uh, in this oversaturated, overwhelming world, digital world we live in. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't even fathom. Honestly, I can't even fathom. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, me neither. Uh, I was just wondering about uh, speaking of the music of the film. Just wondering about the the influence of it because um, why why that particular style and and how you landed on that particular type of music. It, it's awesome. It's yeah. really awesome. No, yeah, uh, Curizion, this, this is a band from the 90s that uh, I know of for a long time already. Like, I, I did uh, grow up listening to a bunch of their music. <laughs> I think uh, it has kind of like this energy that talks a lot to the, the, the type of uh, portrayal of the teenagers that we do in the movie because it has like all this rage in it, you know, and this, so there's like the teen angst there, but you have like this, all this uh, bleak lyrics, you know, so you have like all the, the depression inside, you have like the different, like the, the this way to see the world you know this great way of seeing the world but at the same time you have all this energy to the like the drums and the, the guitar and also there's like this energy something that that's born in that wants to come out you know so i think it kind of like represents a good uh, state of mind of a teenager you know all these like uh, mixing ideas that are kind of contradictory in a you know a certain way mm -hmm. just like uh, jamming together and just creating all this potent energy so yeah, that's what kind of was like an inspiration to get the music. And I also really like the idea of, yeah, this girl, she lives in this small town uh, near, near uh, away from big cities, like fisherman vibe to it, very small, but she can be listening to like death metal music. Yeah, it's not something like it's just for, for boys in big cities. And it's, it's something that's, well, that's something that's good about the world because being digital, everything, everything's accessible. So you can find these bands like online in, in like in one click, you know, just, Google their name and you'll find a bunch. You can hear the music in any, anywhere. So I really wanted to show this, like the give her like this voice in the music, and especially like with such powerful and uh, energetic music. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Just as we wrap up, I'm wondering what you hope people take away from uh, the shell cover docs. I really want 
uh, much people as possible to see the film. I, I think it's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful place. I really wanted to show, uh, despite like the the pressing the pressing uh, uh, themes. I think it's important also to talk about them. So uh, so it is nice to have the film here premiere in in Sundance in the states because I think it it'll get like a good uh, showcase. People will be able to see it more. The idea was to uh, get a feature about it, so we do have like a feature project about the film to develop it more, to get get it like more details around it, and just make it bigger and more specified and everything in every way. But uh, yeah, I think I get uh, what I want more is to people to watch it, to to get the film out there and people see it, and maybe Google after afterwards the people get to know the band, know a bit more about Berchaga the city. The small town in, in Brazil, and also, I hope people after the film kind of also do their own research and get to know a bit more about all these themes and and art that's involved in the in the, the short. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Again, congratulations on Sundance, and uh, I wish you the best. The film is really great. Thanks so much. Great. Thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, uh, great talking to you. It it's so fast, right? <laughs> yeah, but it was it was. It was great talking to you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Have a great day, Daniel. Thank you. You too.